Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is build the strength and courage in you to accomplish your big dreams and goals in your sport. No longer will you feel limited. You won't feel you're not good enough. You won't question whether you will make it. Those doubts will disappear because you will have the competitive edge over your opponents and leave them in your wake. And the bonus is others will notice. Listen up and take notes because I will show you exactly how to do it. Hey there, this is Tiff from the Tiffany Micah podcast and welcome to today's episode. How would you know if you've hit a plateau? Hmm, interesting question, isn't it? Because plateaus do come, plateaus do happen in everything we do, not only in our sport, in life, everything, okay? So let's have a look at what a plateau would look like. So a plateau would look something like this. You are working really hard. Still, you're not seeing a change. You feel like the harder you work, you feel like you're actually going backwards. There is no progress in your development. And you question whether your training and practice methods are right. And from a mental point of view, what happens is you get really frustrated because you're not seeing a change. You get really angry, you question and doubt yourself and you just say, look, you know, am I really doing the right thing? Should I be making changes or should I keep going? Right? And that comes up. You do question that. What do you do when that comes? Because a plateau will come and plateaus are normal. And it's all part of the development, but the problem is, is it's a really frustrating place to be in because the thing is, is that you're actually not seeing any progress because what we like to do with progress is we want to constantly see us improving and moving up that ladder, right? Or up that line towards where we want to go to accomplish our goals. But at times what happens is we feel as though like we hit some kind of wall or we hit um, you know, we, we're doing the same thing, but we're not seeing the, the progress that we initially saw. So, you know, we, we start to get a little bit, well, I wouldn't say a little bit, we get really frustrated. And then we're sort of really not sure what to do from that point. Do you keep going? Do you make changes? What do you do? And I think the thing that we get used to is that we, we like, we like to see progress all the time. And if we don't see progress, well, we believe that we're actually not improving because we always want to be moving forward. Interesting, isn't it? We always want to be moving forward. And if we're not seeing that, then we think that we're not improving. Hmm. So this is what happens when we set a goal. So this is all the exciting stuff, right? We plan it out. We have all the elements in the plan that we want to work on. We set the goals for the day and for the week, the month, the quarter, the year. 
on what we want to accomplish. And it's really exciting because what's happened is we've set the vision for what we want. And then the thing is, is we start working through the plan, right? We start putting the hard work in place. And in the beginning, it's really exciting because it's new. It's a change of what we've been doing before. And, you know, we do like to change things up because we don't want to get bored. And we want to do something that's a bit more creative, might be a bit more fun, have a bit more of a challenge to it. And we get right into it. Head first, you know, head down, bum up, we get right into it. We work hard through it over and over again. And when we do that, initially we, we do see progress. So because we see a progress in, in you know, the initial start of our plan, we expect that that should be continuing because that's how we started. You've started and you started to climb that ladder, right? But at some point, it all slows down. At some point, it gets boring. At some point, it gets hard. At some point, it gets frustrating because the progress has slowed down or it felt, it, it, it's felt like that it's actually stopped. Then the question then is like, well, what do you do at this point? Do you stop? Do you keep going? Do you make changes? You really question what you should do. And how, how do you know if the progress has actually stopped? How do you gauge that? Do you do that by how you feel? Because I will tell you that just by how you feel, that's not really enough to go by. It really doesn't give you a good indication of whether you have stopped progressing or you're going backwards. So the the thing that we want to do here, the most important thing we want to do here is we want to have some data, right? We want to see some numbers. And what I mean by data is we want to be actually tracking what we're doing, So some of the time, you know, our progress indicators really are whether we win or we don't win. And and I don't want you to gauge it by that because that's how we judge ourselves is whether we have a win or we have a loss. And that's how we go, oh, well, you know, I'm either getting better or I'm not. I'm either winning and getting better or I'm losing and getting worse or I'm plateaued or I'm bad or whatever right? And I want you to understand that it's not whether we win or lose, it's actually looking at everything much deeper because that's that's really, that this is the big key here for you. So let's look at a specific area in your sport, okay? So I want you, this is so that you can get an understanding of whether there's improvement or or not, okay? So uh, let's let's have a look. We can look at something like a technique or we can have a look at something like shots at a specific target. Whatever your sport is, if you can figure out a way in which you can uh, track a technique or track shots at a target or or something, I'll explain a couple of different sports just to give you an idea uh, of what you could create. But um, I want you to start looking at that because we we want to be looking at it much deeper than on the surface. The surface of win or loss is just telling us how we've performed on that day. So uh, it goes much deeper than that. doesn't mean that you're not progressing. 
All right, it doesn't mean that you're a loser. It just means that there's areas that need more attention, okay? So I'll give you an example. This is a really simple one for what I get people to do in golf when they're they're playing golf because, again, they look at the same thing. They either look at whether their handicap is dropping or how many shots they've had um, at the end of the round, and that to them that's the indication of whether they're improving or not. And, you know, it, it is. It's much deeper than that. And what happens, and even with golfers, the majority of the golfers that I teach are older, right? So they're in that older category, or the baby boomer category, older, you know, over the 60-year age group because that's what really, you know, golf attracts at because it requires time and, and so on because they've they got more time. So people that I teach in that, in that age group with golf, is that that's how they judge whether they're improving or not by the score they've had on the day. So if they've scored well, they've, they're improving. If they've scored bad, they're not, right? And they don't understand that it goes in much deeper. So with you in your sport, doesn't matter how old you are. So if you're 14, 15, 16, 18, 20, 25, whatever, you, you do this, okay? I get people to look at this in a, from a golf perspective so they get a better understanding of it. A lot of them don't do it because they don't have that vision that you have, right? They don't have that vision of the champion that you want to be. They don't have that vision. They just want to go out and play golf socially but play well, right? But I still get them to do this. So the ones that actually go and do this, what I, want, what I get them to do is I, I do something really simple. I get them to track how many clean shots they hit, like really good, solid, pure shots versus bad shots. It's a really simple thing to do. And and what I get them to do is I get them to track how many clean shots they've hit in the round versus how many bad shots they've hit in the round. And what they can, what they then do is they track that over, you know, four, four to six week period so that they can get an understanding of, the amount of clean shots they've had in that round versus the amount of bad shots that they've had in their round. So what they want to keep working on is they want to keep seeing an improvement of more clean shots versus bad shots. And even, you know, if they had, let's say, uh, 20 clean shots and 50 bad shots, for example, in one round, and then the next week they had 25 clean shots and 45 bad shots, that's showing that there's an improvement right? So it's not just by showing up on the scoreboard. What we want to be looking at is we want to be looking at that incremental improvement. So we want to see that the fact is actually, you know what? I haven't plateaued. I'm not going backwards. It just means that there's other areas in my game that need to be really looked at and need to have that attention so that I can work on improving that. Okay. Because a win or a loss is not the overall uh, end, um, indication of whether you are improving or not. It's just showing how you performed on the day. So let's look at, at another sport like kickboxing, right? Now, I actually don't know much about kickboxing, to be honest. Um, I'm learning about it. But the mindset approach in any sport, whether it's kickboxing, golf, swimming, tennis, hockey, football, soccer archery, uh, horse riding, you know, whatever it is, 
the mindset approach is always the same. Same in business. Business mindset approach is the same in sport. Life mindset approach is the same in sport. So what we want to do here, like with with regards from a mental point of view, doesn't matter what sport that you're, you know, that you're competing in and training for, it's the situations thrown at you and it's how you cope with those. So it doesn't matter whether it's something that happens to you in your life. It doesn't matter if it's something that happens into to you in your sport. It's how you cope with that, right? So just want you to understand that. So let's let's look at kickboxing, for example. So um, I've done a little bit of research. So I was having a look at round kicks the other day on YouTube and what they what a round kick actually was. And what I looked at there was what, you could specifically focus on and what you could track. So for example, the standing front kick with the with the front leg, what you could focus on there and how to track it was, you know, how many solid clean kicks have you executed to the pads if somebody's there holding the, you know, you got your coach there or a training partner or whatever holding the pads up. How many clean solid kicks have you executed so you hear that nice crisp sound? right? Or, you know, I don't know whether you can do it at waist height or shoulder height. You could do it at, you know, varying heights as well. But those are specific things that you could then track. Same with the rear leg kicks. How many solid kicks could you do with the rear leg kicks that you're going to hit in the center of the pads and have that nice clean sound, right? So you could really break it down and you can really work on the specifics. So, what we want to do is if we feel like we're, you know, in a overall plateau as such, we have to look at the incremental changes, the incremental things that we can really work on so that we can actually see progress because there will be progress. We just won't see it with regards to when we compete sometimes because we'll just judge ourselves whether we've won or lost. Okay. So, that's what I want you to really be looking at is how can you make those incremental changes so that you see that progress? How can, what areas in your technique can you improve? And then how do you track it? So here's another one, swimming. So uh, swimming, you know, how many strokes could you complete in a 50, 50 meters? Like track it. How many strokes does it actually take you to do that? you know, a 50 meter swim or freestyle or something like that, or a butterfly, whatever your event is, track and see how many strokes it takes you to complete 50 meters. Can you streamline that? Can you do that in less strokes in a better time? Right? So if you're tracking how many strokes it takes you to complete 50 meters, then you're looking at how long it takes you to do those 50 meters. You're timing it. Can you improve that technique so you're doing less strokes in less time? That's something to look at, right? Tennis, for example, you're serving into um, a specific square that you've taped on the court and you look at how many serves that you can get into that box out of 20 serves or 50 serves, right? You're recording it, you track it. So the thing here I want you to understand is if that you're not seeing improvement in the small... um, 
incremental areas, then we need to break the technique down and really get that right. Okay. So there's some simple things that you can do, but if you're still not seeing improvement in those, in those incremental areas in which you're working on, then it looks like, you know, it will look like that you'll have to improve your technique more. And then you break it down and see if you can improve it even more. Okay. We've got to track things, get a better understanding of it. So the question then becomes, Tiff, what do I do if I've hit a plateau? Well, I've got some steps for you, haven't haven't I? Because I've just explained what you can do here. So here are the steps for you. And there's six steps for you to work through when you've hit a plateau. So number one, identify a specific area in your sport that needs work. Number two, create a way to track that area. Number three, do it over a four-week period. Number four, compare the data you've accumulated. Number five, if you see progress, keep going. But if you don't, then that's when you move into number six, break down the specifics in the technique and really focus on improving that technique. Simple stuff, right? So when you've hit a plateau, go through those six steps. See if you can track a specific area in your sport that needs attention so that you can work on those incremental improvements. And then you'll see that you actually are moving forward. You're not actually going backwards, but there's specific areas in your sport that need attention. Okay. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd love it if you could share with your friends these uh, episodes. And we want to build the successful athlete community as big as we can. Okay. I'm going to call it the successful athlete community now, not the reach your potential with TIFF community. Successful athlete. I want you to become a champion. So the successful athlete community, let's build it as big as we can and get out there and dominate, crush it when we compete. And I look forward to seeing you real soon. Dream big, believe in you and go after your dreams. Don't go anywhere. Just hang on. go anywhere let's crush it when we compete Have you signed up yet for the Successful Athlete Masterclass? We look at what's holding you back, what skills you will need to succeed, and how to accomplish your sports goals. Go to tiffanymica.com forward slash Sam. Look forward to seeing you there. 
Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Let's crush it when you compete.